Hi everyone, this is Nirasha again from the Smiling the Smiling Guru from Just Simply Change. I have to extend my absolute gratitude to the 65 viewers um, and still counting the ones that were listening to my podcast on stress and all the tips. I hope you found that really, really useful. Today and for the next week, I have two podcasts that will definitely raise your eyebrows. I am going to be talking about suffering in silence for Eve, for all the ladies out there. And in my next podcast, it's going to be suffering in silence for all the Adams out there. So this two-part series I think it's really important because um, both men and women are always going through different types of pain and they deal with it differently, whether it's physical pain or emotional pain. And the two genders actually deal with it. They have a different perspective to the world. They have a different outlook to the world. So their views and their opinions are very, very important in how they deal with themselves. So here goes the one today. I'm going to tell you a little story, as usual. Uh, I met a lady the other day whom I used to see all the time, and I admired how pretty she was. Now, she could wear a red lipstick like no other. And her smile always made her face beam. I've never spoken to her before, but this time, when I bumped into her at the local shops, I actually said hi. Now, usually I'm quite a chatty person and I will be able to chat up um, to chat up a, a new conversation with quite a few people. So today I decided, let me say hi and let us start chatting. And in the middle of the shop aisle, we started chatting and we had a good laugh because we are comparing uh, our children. And when I told her I had a 22 year old son, she couldn't believe. And I smiled at her uh, because she said, I look too young to have such big children. I told her at that moment, well, she's going to be my best friend because she's made me the happiest person. Little did I know that she was going to be calling me up for some life transformational coaching because um, just speaking to her in the shop, I could sense and I could feel that she was going through quite a lot. That smile on her face was just basically a facade that she was sheltering a whole life behind that smile now what was her story i know that everyone has a story you have a story i have a story and we've heard stories from people throughout our lives now when i talk about a story i'm not just talking about a fictitious story i'm talking about a real life story now some of our stories are like um like us being on Santa's Christmas train where the happiness is all the way, while other people's stories are like the scariest roller coasters you've ever been on. Now, Libby's was actually the latter. She's had failed marriages to dishonest friendships, a breakdown, a breakdown in communication with her children, and her suffering went on and on. She's actually 50, she's turning 50 in a, in a month or two. And she told me that she didn't realize how unhappy she was when she started to just talk about all her failures. Now, I asked,
Master, why? Why? Why do you put yourself through this for all these endless amounts of years? Why do you do it? And she's been doing this for the last 30 some odd years or even more. Now, I look at this like like how uh, we, we've come across people that self-harm. Now, she was self-harming. She may not have been cutting herself or binging on alcohol, cigarettes or drugs, but this was definitely self-harm. It was actually self-repression where she was repressing who she was actually supposed to be. And she was living a lie that was actually quite fraudulent. She was, she was never meant to be so unhappy in her life. She was never meant to have people abuse her and take advantage over her goodness and her kind nature. And she's a pretty kind woman. Now, there are hundreds of thousands of women going through the same similar things all around the world. They range from 10 years right to 80 years or more. Now, the alarming stats recently in the media uh, spoke of a very, very blatant problem that is in secondary schools. And this is self-harm of girls between the ages of 12 to 14. Now, when I was 12, I was actually just starting to go to high school and I was pretty happy. I was actually very happy. I had a wonderful mom and dad. I had my siblings. And we used to do normal things like go to the drive-in, uh, go spend the days out at the beach. And this, is, this was the life I had when I was 12 and when I was living in South Africa. Now, when I look at 12-year-olds today, I actually feel very sorry for them. I just want to just hug them and try to protect them. Now... Imagine between the ages of 12 to 14, self-harming by, by cutting themselves, by being horrible to themselves, by picking out their eyelashes, uh, by uh, writing and, and, and embedding horrible messages on their bodies. Now that is really scary. If these young girls don't get the help they need, they will end up becoming another generation of damaged women who will just leave, leave, live a life of mediocrity. Now, we have to reach out to these kids because the act of self-harm is a huge cry for help. And you would agree with me. Now, educators in high school, I know the pressures. Being a teacher, I know the pressures of making sure that you deliver the best lesson, making sure that all your planning is done and making sure that all your paperwork's complete. But when we have a school where we have quite a lot of problems such as this, the school management will have to look and tweak <clears throat> the education that they pass on to these kids. We need to ask the questions, are there enough life tools, you know, like basic love and happiness and how to actually stimulate this love and happiness in our lives to actually take prevalence over this academic pressures now i had the privilege of speaking to some of <clears throat> quite a few of these girls around this bracket of 12 to 14 because i was doing some research to see what were their reasons for their self-harming or for the way they were feeling and let me tell you the list <clears throat> 
some of the less some of the reasons where they are not big fans of themselves they don't love themselves there's a lot of bullying in school taking place there's quite a lot of bitchiness against uh, between girls and girlfriends lots of girlfriend issues they have issues with their boyfriends their home life is very unstable they have poor relationships with their families someone in their families might have died <clears throat> and they don't know how to vent their grieving and the emotions because they don't have the tools to deal with it. Uh, some of them were quite honest and said they did it because of boredom. Some people, some of the girls said, don't know how to have fun or to be happy anymore. Now that's quite sad, you know, not knowing how to have fun or how to be happy. You know, we've so driven by technology and technology is a huge reason why we don't know how to have fun if our battery on our phone dies off, we don't know how to speak to people anymore. We don't know how to how to occupy our minds in a better way. Some of these young girls actually said they hated their lives. Now, hate is a huge, it's a very strong word. Um, but they hated their lives because they lacked the confidence, they lacked the self-esteem. They also admitted that a huge amount of them were followers rather than leaders. And they ended up joining bad company that influenced them in a very negative way. And peer pressure was also a reason that is widely used amongst these young girls. And trying to f please others to actually fit in a group. I've um, so, uh, One of the girls, in fact not just one, quite a few said, spoke about eating disorders. Uh, they've been experiencing bulimia. Uh, they've been anorexic, they don't know how to have a relationship with food, they don't know how to appreciate their food because when they look at themselves in the mirror, all they see is what an ugly person is staring back at them. Now, their list went on. Now, imagine that these young teens are only between 12 and 14 and they have such a pessimistic outlook to life. They don't have the tools to, to see life from a different perspective. Now, guess what? I did a similar experiment with a group of women between 30 to 40 years old. I asked them why are they so unhappy in their lives and what were some of the reasons uh, that they were feeling the way they did. And more or less, the same reasons came up as the 12 to 14-year-old girls but many of them, their depressions and downward spirals started when they were in their teens. So these 30 and 40 year old women, their problems started when they were 12 and they were 14 or in their early teenage years. Now, if these women had help when they were younger, then their lives would have turned out totally different. Now, I always tell my daughter that the knowledge that I that we share now with each other, if um, although my mom was absolutely wonderful, but being in an Indian family, we did we couldn't speak about just about everything, especially when it came to boyfriends and things like that. Uh, my mom was this embodiment of love. You know, she gave us all the love. My dad did the same, and I was very very happy. 
But when it came to relationships, uh, I wasn't able to speak to my parents very freely on that. Now, I know most young women nowadays, they find it very hard talking to their parents about certain things. Now, when I spoke to the older women, some of the things that they were experiencing together with some of the things that the young girls were experiencing, very similar, like bullying, but not bullying at school, but bullying in the workplace. They've had relationship issues. And as adults, we have quite many adults have such huge problems with other people. They, they, they cannot see themselves as social beings where everybody can be happy. They need to constantly have this judgmental mindset where they look for faults. Now, let's look at some of the problems the older women were experiencing. Financial stress. That was a big thing that came up. Uh, Because now they have a little bit of money and they're working and they're over the age, they started using drugs and alcohol abuse as a way to vent their emotions. Uh, Multiple sexual partners. You'd be surprised at how many ladies, they also become addicted to sex because of the issues that they are going through in their lives. And some of them, because they might have been abused when they were younger, uh, this now has a, a mind, they, they've now developed a mindset of self-harming in a larger scale. Uh, some of them had partners who cheated on them failed marriages, failed relationships. Some of them were sexually abused. Some of them were raped. Uh, I had a few, quite a few that had unplanned pregnancies. So becoming a mom when you're not yet ready, now that's a really difficult one. Uh, there's a there's a huge community of women that are in their mid-30s and they can't find a decent guy And they feel totally alone. And the reason why they can't find a decent guy is because they followed their own career paths and they are very independent. But now men are not yet ready to deal with a woman or to handle a woman or or find a woman as their life partner that that is actually so independent and so strong-minded. So this causes a roller coaster of emotions. Many of them had a failure mindset. Some of them had phobias that manifested in their minds uh, to act as an excuse for the way they live their lives. Some of them lack trust in relationships. They were pressure of being a parent um, at a young age, leave alone a single parent. There's so many single moms out there and I take my hat off to you because I could never do the job that you are doing, raising a family, having a job, and still making sure that home runs. I take my hat off to you. I actually salute you. Other issues were loneliness. There are so many women, so many that are lonely because they lack friendships and they don't know how to trust women, other women. They don't know how to, and I don't blame them for that. Because sometimes it's really hard being in a circle of friends with women that are that are women. And I'll hold my hand on my heart and I say I have more male friends that are better friends with me than females. 
and it's weird that I was when I was at school it was very similar <laughs> I do have quite good female friends but my female friends actually become very close very very close and I have fewer female friends but they are really genuine people uh, some women spoke about unfairness in the workplace there were racism sexual harassment uh, made on them and they some of them had mental illnesses uh, from depression to intrusive thoughts and being a woman juggling work and life a uh, family life wearing too many hats for too many roles also causes them coming crashing down some some women spoke about the lack of sleep especially new parents or parents of the younger children and sleep deprivation is a huge thing and your body needs at least seven to nine hours of sleep a night to 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 repair itself other women body imperfections they couldn't see anything good about themselves that beautiful smile they couldn't see it they saw the acne on their faces or they saw the the excess fat under their chins or their hair that didn't um, that didn't set properly some women had weight issues and many dis eating disorders and some women they were unsure of their gender gender preferences and hence they felt very alone because of their reality of coming out of the closet now there's a huge amount of people that are going through these these stresses now I know that some women out there that are listening or men if you're listening to this you would say gosh you know what that is so true and but there's there might be hundreds of other issues that we could add to this list now that we know some of the pressure that women have to go through and what they need to deal with so how do we women overcome a mindset and a heart set of this nature you know especially when we feel like you know, a tornado rips through us every single day and there's just no time to rebuild and recuperate. So ladies, are you ready to start to change the way you think about your life and you? And men, are you ready to help the women around you, whether it's in the workplace or whether it's at home uh, or whether it's in the community for you to help them heal? Now, first, we need to change the way we feel about ourselves. Start to change the negative, I hate myself images that overload in our unconscious mind. We need to get rid of that virus that's corrupting our central processing unit of our being. We need to get some antivirus tools in and we need to reprogram. We need to give ourselves a boot uh, and we need to reboot our subconscious mind and our unconscious mind and we need to visualize every single day that you can weed out the crap out of your mind's gardens and you can destroy you know these these weeds these weeds are destroying everything that we supposed to be we need to plan powerful res we need to plant powerful resources in our mindset that will build ourselves up to build our confidence to raise our self-worth and and to teach us how to love ourselves 
If you've listened to some of my older podcasts, I've gave, given quite a lot of tips on how to get rid of emotional baggage and how to bust the stress in your life. Now, I was watching a YouTube video and I came across this very useful uh useful video where celebrities female celebs were giving advice to younger women some of the women in this video are, are Gwen Stefani we had showed uh, rhymes the producer and writer of Grey's Anatomy and there were quite a few other powerful women now if you could bear with me I actually want to play this because I found this very very useful Okay, girls, I'm going to say whatever I think. To all the girls out there who actually, like, wanted to be perfect, perfect doesn't exist. You don't have to become Britney Spears or Beyonce in order to be happy. Confidence is not something that happens overnight. Don't rush yourself. Every room you enter, you belong in. You're not supposed to not be somewhere. You're not the person who doesn't belong. You're not the person who should be sitting in the back of the room. If you're in that room, you're supposed to be in that room. You're probably the smartest person in that room and act like it. As long as you're doing one thing, one thing a day to make yourself feel empowered or feel loved or just look at yourself in the mirror and go, dang, girl, you look good today. Loving yourself is a process and everybody's on their own clock. Be free, be wild. Stay creative. Write a song. You need to talk about yourself. You need to, like, let it out. You are responsible for your own happiness, and you need to go and find it. Even your most depressing days are a part of your evolution. Life is just about believing in yourself, believing in your dreams, and you are the dream. So as long as you're believing in yourself, you are completing everything that is necessary for you here in this time, in this lifetime, in this moment. What you have to offer is everything that we need. Believe that. There's so much power in each other. It's important to know that you have a community of girls and women supporting you. I am one of those people. We are here for you. Find happiness in little things and they will get bigger and bigger and bigger. At the end of the day, if you are striving for perfection, you're never going to get what you want. What you need to strive for is being your true, authentic self. And that is when you're going to really find peace, you're going to find success, and you're going to find love in the best way possible. I think the most important thing is to just be you because nobody else is. My parents were amazing, and they told me as long as I could dream it, I could be it. And I truly believe that. And so that means to this day, I'm pretty sure I could still win an Olympic gold medal in figure skating, even though I'm way too old. So, but if I could dream it, I could be it, right? Now, you would agree that there were some really important wise gems in that video. And you need to tell yourself that you are more than enough to heal yourself, to find your happiness, to love yourself, to fight for your righteousness and your equality. You are more than enough to put yourself first. Believe in yourself. Know that you can make your own happiness and that any other happiness that you get is just a bonus. You are, you are, you are a strong woman. And you can overcome anything you put your mind to. You can raise above men that put you down. You know, people that hurt you physically or emotionally and mentally. You were born with a soul that, can, that cannot be harmed. Listen to your soul so that you can get that inner strength to stay true to yourself. 
do not compromise your value system. You know, to all the young girls out there, do not compromise your value system to fit in. It's okay to be unique and it's okay to to celebrate your uniqueness. Don't compromise your value system. And even if you have not developed a value system because you were the one of the 12-year-olds that were suffering in silence, it's never too late. Let your life's experiences be your greatest teacher, your greatest, most knowledgeable guru who knows you in and out. You have to push through the darkness and let your light shine through. And once you have healed and found your light, be that beacon that can guide other women to safety. I always look at myself and I'm looking at my vision board at the moment and I've got a lighthouse on my vision board because I always look at that lighthouse as me standing tall, standing strong. And my light, I want to be that light that guides people, that guides women, that guides men, that guides children to safety. Now, guys, we are living in the 21st century. You do not have to stick in an abusive marriage, especially if your end, you know, if you end up dying every single day, you know, every night when you go to bed, you realize that the person you're sleeping next to is just nothing. You don't feel anything for that person because they've been hurting you year in and year out. Now, I know in many Indian homes, especially, that it is taboo to actually, you know, have a have a family where the mom lives in a different home and a father lives in a different home. And it's quite hard for children, especially. Now, women, you don't need to be in a marriage where your spouse has ripped your worth and your value away. Now, you need to decide and say that today is the day you need to break away from the fear of society or the embarrassment and say enough is enough. You need to take control of your life because it's your own life. And you need to choose to share with and you need to choose to share it with others. So it is your right to protect yourself from harm. You are responsible for your own happiness and let this new journey start by loving yourself. You need, if you need any help and you feel that you cannot do this by yourself, if you are saying that it is easier said than done, then you do need a helping hand to take you to a mirror and see your reflection of what a beautiful human being you are. You know, give me a call and I would love to help you. You know, if you want to, if you want me to help you, let's get together and break the shackles so that you do not have to suffer in silence. Now, you are actually the dream. You got to make you happen. You need to make your own reality. Now, women, men, I hope this was really, really useful. And I look forward to sharing uh, the suffer suffering in silence for men uh, in my next podcast. Uh, I want to finish off with you know, uh, uh, um, visualization. So women, if you would like to find a nice quiet space, I'm going to play some nice music.
if you are driving this is where you press the pause button and you go home and you make sure you get this done and I want you to I want you to actually stand upright and I want you to close your eyes and raise your arms in the air and I want you to take a deep breath in and feel the energy from the universe. Tell the energy from the universe to flow through you. Feel this energy from the universe flowing through you. And as it's flowing through you, it gives you the strength to deal with anything. Take another deep breath in. And I want you to say it out loud. I am a beautiful person. I am the most important person in my life and I love myself. I am enough to heal. I am enough to make my own happiness. I am enough to blossom into a beautiful flower. I want you to take your hands now and place your palms on your face and I want you to tell yourself I am beautiful I am a beautiful human being I want you to feel this light passing through you through the palms of your hand and take a nice deep breath in and place both your arms on the side of you. And I want you to stand tall. Stand tall. And I want you to tell yourself that you flow like a flowing stream. Your energies, your strength, your love, your light flows like a beautiful stream allow these beautiful energies to continue flowing through you telling yourself that I am the most important person in my life and I love myself I want you to take one last deep breath in and as you breathe out, just breathe out any, any feelings that may limit your healing. Just breathe it all out. And I want you to just open your eyes. Now ladies, if you ever watch Bruce Almighty, you know when Bruce Almighty walks down the road uh, in his swagger saying I've got the power now I want you to actually do that walk across from one end of the room to the other and say and sing it I've got the power because you do have the power you do have the power to achieve anything and most importantly you do have the power to heal heal so that you can love yourself heal so that you love yourself and that is why you heal be blessed always keep smiling it's nirasha from just simply change hashtag the smiling guru 
and speak to you soon. Take care. Bye.